0: Hello, and welcome to the Heaven Bound Podcast. My name is Jason Harden. I'm here with Roger Shouse, and we are opening the Bible in search of fuel for your spiritual journey. This is where we talk about life, the way it was meant to be, and what it means to be a disciple of Jesus in the 21st century. Thanks for joining us on the journey. This month
1: we've been looking at the last book of the Bible, the book Revelation, and there's lots of ways one can look at that, and we've kind of taken off that little phrase there, just the idea of what Revelation helps us to see. And in our very first lesson in this series we did at the very beginning of this month, we talked about how Revelation helps us to see the complete Jesus. The Jesus of Revelation is a little different than the Jesus of the Gospels. Not that he changed, but that we see an image of him being victorious and triumphant and strong. And then we talked about how Revelation helps us to see things from God's perspective, from heaven's perspective. Things look different from heaven down than from earth up. And sometimes we forget that perspective. There seems to be so much concern today with right and left, and we forget that there's an up and a down. And re- reminding ourselves of that, that really helps us. Today, we want to go to our next lesson in this little series, and we want to talk about how Revelation shows us the need to be enduring, how God's people of all ages must endure
0: and stay committed to Jesus Christ. There are two words that show up consistently together, side by side in Revelation. In fact, if you're a member of our Charlestown Road Church family, or you're just following along with our our daily Bible reading schedule, just yesterday we finished the entire book of Revelation, and you might have noticed that patient endurance is a major theme throughout this letter. This book is not just about, well, why things are the way they are or what's about to happen in the near future or the the distant future. It is a call. Let me just highlight a couple of those instances, and then, Roger, I'll, I'll ask you how this translates to us here in the 21st century. But right off the bat, in Revelation chapter 1. John, of course, is the one who is writing. He introduces himself in Revelation 1 verse 9. I, John, your brother and partner in the tribulation and the kingdom and the patient endurance that are in Jesus. John was sharing with first century disciples in tribulation, hard times, in the kingdom, but also in the patient endurance that is in Jesus. We know, we've talked recently about how in Revelation 2 and 3, Jesus communicates with seven seven different churches and three different times we hear this phrase, patient endurance. To Ephesus in Revelation chapter 2 and verse 2, the Lord says, I know your works, your toil, and your patient endurance. That was one of the things he loved to see in the church in Ephesus. Uh, To the church in Thyatira, Revelation 2 verse 19, the Lord says, I know your works, your love, and faith, and service, and patient endurance. Uh, to the church in Philadelphia, Revelation 3 verse 10. Because you have kept my word about patient endurance, I will keep you from the hour of trial that is coming on the whole world. Jesus obviously had some corrective things to do, some some very sharp rebukes in the lives of many of those churches. But one of the things he highlights that is right in the lives of those churches was their patient endurance. Now, what's interesting is Not just in the lives of those local churches, but as the last book of the Bible unfolds, we hear a couple of times that God is calling for patient endurance. In fact, in Revelation 13, we spent a little bit of time last Friday talking about these beasts that come up out of the sea or rise up out of the earth. And, and right in the middle of that description, John communicates, Revelation 13 verse 10, here is a call for the endurance and faith of the saints. Jesus isn't just concerned with saints in Ephesus or Thyatira or Philadelphia, saints everywhere. I would argue saints of all time are being called to endure. One more in Revelation 14 and verse 12, here is a call for the endurance of the saints, those who keep the commandments of God in their faith in Jesus. Roger, clearly this is a major heartbeat of the last book of the Bible. What ought we to make of that here as modern Americans in the 21st
1: century. You know, when we find key words in certain books of the Bible, and a lot of of books have certain words that just seem to be repeated over and over, it shows us the emphasis. It shows us one of the running themes. We know in the book of Revelation that the saints were suffering, and we know there are all kinds of troubles that they were facing. And in times like that, you want that suffering to end, and you want troubles to go away, and you want life to be easier. But oftentimes it's not. And what's so powerful about those two words? You know, how do you just use endure? A lot of people endure because that's what you have to do. I mean, you're you're stuck in traffic. You don't have a lot of options. You know, there's road constructions or there's a there's an accident, and all lanes come to a stop. Well, there you are, right in the middle. You don't have a lot of options. You may endure, but what the what these passages are doing is they're putting the word patient. in with endurance patience is our spirit and so there's a lot of people who who endure because they have to i mean if you if you got little kids you have to do a lot of enduring just having them try to pick out their clothes or waiting on them to get together you know let's go to the car and they just just you know they just can't seem to get things together you endure and you endure you sometimes waiting in the waiting rooms of different uh, doctors offices or dentist's office and you just have to wait wait your turn you may endure But are you doing it patiently? And patient is the inside, it's our spirit. Does does it just drive us nuts? Do we have to say something? Do we get bent out of shape? You know, one of the words the King James version uses a lot is long suffering. That's, that's a great expression. We we can put up with short suffering, but it's that long suffering that we have to think about. We are definitely in an impatient society. We, we don't tolerate waiting very well. We don't like long lines at the grocery store. We don't like long lines at the gas station. Somebody says, do you want to go to Disney? And the first person says, oh, the crowd. That's what they say because we're not a society that is patient. Now, he's not talking in the book Revelation about crowds at Disney and long lines at the grocery store. He's talking about enduring suffering because you're a Christian. Why won't God end this? Why won't God come down and deal with these bad uh, Governments so or these bad people here, and the running message is
0: you endure and you endure patiently Now Roger you have just recently taught a class that very much is like this and thanks to the diligent efforts of uh, a variety of talented and dedicated servants you can go back and watch that at charlestownroad.org What did you talk to our adults in the auditorium about just this past Sunday we're, we're we're taking off of the Gospel
1: of Luke. We're looking at the compassionate Jesus, and we're looking at how Jesus helped hearts. And this past Sunday, the theme was helping hearts that want to give up. and And what we introduced is giving up or quitting is a part of life. It happens everywhere. As we start this college semester, before the semester is over, there'll be some kids who quit. They just it's not what I thought it was going to be, or I flunked out or whatever. Businesses start, businesses close. Uh, the, the story of all rock bands is sooner or later, they break up, they quit. And so, you know, we see that in life, but it carries over spiritually. Uh, in the book of 2 Timothy, Demas, having loved this present world, has deserted me. Jesus said in John 6, as a result of this, many of his disciples withdrew, and we're not walking with him anymore. And so quitting Jesus, giving up, that's what happens when we do not have this patient endurance as God wants us to have. Sometimes it comes about because our expectations and reality don't match. Uh, you know, I became a Christian. I thought my life would get easier. Here I am in the book of Revelation, and things are worse than what they were before. And when those things don't match up, some people quit. Some people quit because the journey seems so long. Multiple times, God talks about do not grow weary. And when we grow weary, we just say, I am tired. I am so tired. I'm so tired of this mess. I'm so tired of these kids. I'm so tired, I quit. That's what happens. The pull of the world can be too strong. for There's a lot of reasons running through this why a Christian may give up and quit. But the message through revelation is endure and endure it with patience and not to be destroyed by those
0: things. You know, you've talked a, a good amount about the patient word, first of all, and uh, at least in my mind, maybe the way to break this down is the, the patience is the how, right? That, okay, I'm. Uh, you, you compared it to uh, this is what's going on in my spirit as I am having to wait having to deal with delays, having to deal with crowds, whatever it is. The, the, the patience is the how, but it strikes me that maybe the best way of thinking of the endurance is the why. If someone knows why, they are able to endure perhaps a little longer. A little stronger, you know. One of the reasons that the marathon runner slowly builds up, running five miles and then eight miles and ten and twelve and fifteen, building themselves up is. They're envisioning that finish line, right? And it is envisioning the finish line, crossing that line, imagining what it's like to be a victor in that scenario. That's the why, right? The, the patience is the how. The endurance is the why. And it sure does seem to me, we even heard it in, in Revelation 14, if we take patience and we add endurance What we get is faithfulness. Patience plus endurance is faithfulness the the faith is the how the the fullness is that endurance right that is what the lord is calling for in revelation now we want to make sure that before we're done with this discussion we stretch this out to okay the 21st century one thing to recognize the persecution the hardships the the the, the economic stresses that were on people in the first century. Uh, Roger, as as we have been reading this last book of the Bible, what sort of areas of life do we face where patient endurance is necessary in order to be faithful? Sometimes it's right there in our families. And, and you know, you, you have
1: a family member who is is not content with what God says, or you have a family member who's got his heart set to do what he wants to do as opposed to what God says. And and you and you're trying to deal with him and it just seems to be like you're getting nowhere with this person. And there's that patient endurance. You know, the easy thing to do is just say, Well that guy's crazy, I'm just gonna walk away from him. (laughs) But what you do is you realize I you know it may be I'm the only person that can reach him and so you pray and you keep going and you keep going and it's a journey as you do that our culture today is so anti-Christian, and, you know, it wears on us. And sometimes we just say, I just wish all of this would go away. I wish we could go back 50 years to how things are going to be, and, and, and it never does. And so here we are, and it wears upon us, and we just wonder how far out can our culture get, and it keeps pushing that envelope farther and farther and farther, and it wears on us. But there we are, patiently enduring because we know we're not going to move because God has set the perimeters. We stay with God. And so there's a lot of little factors like that. I think that helps us as we think about our set with God in these things. I want to take us to the book of Hebrews real quickly here because this word endurance comes up several times in in Hebrews chapter 12. He says, "'Therefore, since we have so great a cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let's lay aside every encumbrance and the sin which so easily entangles us, and let us run with endurance that race that is set before us.'" He didn't just say run, but to run with endurance. He would say in the the third verse, consider him who has endured such hostility by sinners against him, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. The next verse he says, you've not resisted to the point of shedding blood and you're striving against sin. And through all these verses here, he's reminding these Hebrew Christians, yeah, you're going through some tough times. Others have done the same thing. Jesus did a lot of that. And what you need to do is patiently endure
0: God is still on the throne. I know there are many parents who listen to our episodes during back to school time, driving with kids in the back seat ready to drop them off. If if you're a young person listening to this episode, I'd encourage you to endure at school, in the classroom, in the hallways, in the the the, the cafeteria, It is easy at times to feel overwhelmed by the influence of those who don't care about Jesus, don't care about serving or glorifying God, don't care about treating others the way that they would like to be treated. But I'll tell you, I've never talked with a 20 or 30 or 40-year-old who has told me, you know what, I'm glad I compromised what I knew to be right when I was in middle school or high school, I have talked with a number of young adults, older adults who have said it wasn't always easy, but I stuck to it. I prayed. I I asked God to help me have the courage and the conviction to to, to shine as a light in that high school, and I'm thankful to God that I patiently endured. Uh, that stretches all the way to... As our, our physical bodies are beginning to fail, it, it strikes me that one of the great endurance passages is the very end of 1st Corinthians 15. And the Apostle Paul describes what it's like for our perishable bodies to age and we we feel the sting of sin having done at times what we know we shouldn't have done and and the ultimate sting of sin being death but that we know what the finish line is that is resurrection in Jesus Christ. That's why and how the Apostle Paul is able to write in 1 Corinthians 15, 58, my beloved brothers and sisters, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord, your labor is not in vain. It is a call for patient endurance.
1: And what helps us is when we get that Word of God in us, and we see those promises of God. This world is not my home. This is not heaven. It will never be heaven. It's broken, but we know what's coming. And we know that troubles will end. The troubles we have today will not go with us. And so so those things will help us. And, and, and I think one of the greatest things that helps us is our fellowship. Is when we look around and see others. Here comes this brother or sister and maybe they're hobbling in with a walker or a cane and they've been through all kinds of things, but there they are faithful to God. Here's this young family and, you know, it looks like they're mountaining because they got so many backpacks and everything (laughs) with them. All the stuff they got to get with the kids, but here they are and they know what is important. And when I see that, it reminds me I'm not alone. It reminds me that here's a group of people that love Jesus, and they want to do what's right as we consider all these things.
0: Revelation, last book of the Bible. Challenging, yes, daunting, maybe at times. But you need the message of the last book of the Bible. Revelation helps us see the complete Jesus. The view from heaven, the need for endurance. Lord willing, next Friday, we'll wrap this series up. But Roger, thanks for joining me today. Thanks to all of you for listening to the Heaven Bound podcast. We hope our discussion has helped you set your mind on things above and given you a little more fuel for the journey. Always remember when you're walking with Jesus, you're heaven bound. Endurance is necessary, but the best is yet to come.